Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in the first chapter of Acts, and in the previous episode, we saw where uh, the believers, the disciples, were doing exactly what Jesus told them to do. They went back to Jerusalem, and they were waiting. And they were gathered together, and they were devoting themselves to prayer, and they were in this large upper room, and there's about 120 of them. And at some point in time, Peter stood up in the midst of all of them, and he started explaining what had happened in relationship to Judas. Remember that? And he'd said, hey, this was fulfilled uh, part of the fulfillment of the scripture is what David had prophesied through the Holy Spirit that uh, Judas would be counted among us and he'd received this ministry but that you know he rejected it he turned it away and then the last thing we saw was in the 20th verse of chapter 1 it says this now this is still Peter speaking for it is written in the book of Psalms and then he quotes uh, a passage out of Psalms out of Psalm 69 and uh, one verse out of 69, another one out of uh, Psalm 109. And it says this, Let his homestead be made desolate, and let no one dwell in it, and let another man take his office. So Peter was understanding that this was prophesied by David of the one who would uh, uh, turn Jesus over to those who killed him. And Peter's putting this all together. And you say, well, how, did, how could Peter do that? You know, there's no way. <coughs> and people say, well, it was the Holy Spirit that moved upon him. The Holy Spirit gave him insight. I think you're absolutely right. But then you come back and say, well, they haven't received the Holy Spirit yet. You know, you can get in all those kind of arguments because they're about to in the next chapter. <laughs> but there were some upon whom Jesus breathed and said, receive ye the Holy Spirit. And we don't know who they are. They weren't named. That's over in the Gospel of John. And even if they hadn't received the Holy Spirit like that, the Spirit throughout the Old Testament, throughout the Old Covenant, was bringing forth revelation in human beings. And so uh, Peter was seeing what was happening, what was going on, uh, and he just boldly stood up and said, hey, this is what's happening. Now watch this, verse 21. Therefore, Peter's still speaking, therefore it is necessary that of the men who have accompanied us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning with the baptism of John until the day that he was taken up from us, one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. Now, I've got one question. Why? Why? <laughs> Let me read it again. He says, therefore, it is necessary. Why is it necessary? Why is it necessary for someone to replace Judas? That's the question. Therefore, it is necessary that of the men who have accompanied us. And then Peter defines what the parameters are. It just couldn't be any replacement. It had to be somebody that he says here, with us at the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us. Well, what's he talking about? Beginning with the baptism of John, he defines it. He says, so it has to be somebody that's been here with us the whole time, beginning with the baptism of John, until the day that he was taken up from us. One of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. So why is all this? Well, you know, as far as I know, we're not told point blank. 
you know why. There are some things that we see and some pictures that we see. You know, there were 12 tribes of Israel. There were 12 apostles. The apostles and the tribes uh, are, uh, I, don't, I don't know if I'll say parallel, maybe <laughs> that's a poor word, but there are some relationship numerically between them. Uh, again, it might be just that the Lord had revealed it to Peter that this is what must occur. It may be something that he saw in the Scripture. Okay, maybe something that he saw in the Scripture which led him to believe this. That could very well be it because there's things in the prophets that speak of the uh, the 12 uh, tribes of Israel and some things yet to come, okay, that kind of stuff. But we simply don't know. What's intriguing to me about it is that Peter just says this is what's going to happen. So the next verse, verse 23 says, so they put forward two men. <laughs> In other words, there, there isn't apparently any argument, any debate among the uh, other ten apostles, among the women, among the other men that were there, that, hey, I got a better idea than Peter's. Why don't we consider doing this? There was none of that. It was just this declaration. He declared, hey, this is what happened. This was prophesied through the word. And because of that, here's what we need to do. And they went, okay. And, you know, I think there's some things for us to glean here. I think there's some things for us to understand here. Uh, the Spirit moves quite often among His body in what's referred to as a, a spiritual gift of prophecy, prophesying. And prophesying, all that is, is telling the truth. This forth telling the truth, speaking forth the truth. It also has a foretelling element. There's times when people prophesy something that is yet to come. They had no way of knowing other than the fact the Lord revealed it to them. But I believe that the Spirit of the Lord was moving upon Peter, and the people there acknowledged it, and they recognized it, and they weren't going to argue with it. They said, okay. How different would things be today if we were had the sermon of the Spirit among the body? So when somebody speaks forth the truth, we'd go, hey, this is the truth, the Word of God. This is what we're supposed to do. Then we go ahead and do it. You know, no more, com no more of the committee meetings to hash it out. No more councils, no more this, no more that. No more, well, we've got to get everybody's opinion. Guess what? No, you don't have to get everybody's opinion because it's just their opinion, okay? Opinions don't matter. What matters is what is the mind of the Lord. Now, is it good to communicate? Absolutely. You better communicate. It's good for everybody to know who needs to know. But not everybody needs to know everything they think they need to know. And here it just came forth. Peter says, hey, this is what's happened. This is my understanding of it. This is what we need to do. They did it. Verse 23, so they put forward two men. Joseph, called Barsabbas, who was also called Justice, and Matthias. And they prayed and said, You, Lord, who know the hearts of all men, show which one of these two you have chosen. And I love this because this is a, a picture right here. Let me just stop in the middle of the sentence. Uh, this is a picture... The men had a, a responsibility. They chose two. There were two that qualified. They thought these two right here would be good, but they didn't know which one of the two. So they sought the Lord as to which one of the two. You see uh, the Lord working in and through mankind. You see mankind working as the Lord leads. They were led to a point, and they didn't know what to do. So they said, which one of these two have you chosen to occupy this ministry and apostleship, verse 25, from which Judas turned aside to go to his own place? Notice how it described Judas. It described him as turning aside. He turned aside from what he had. And he turned aside and went to his own place. And it's a place of perdition, as Jesus called it, okay? So what did they do? Verse 26, last verse of the day. They drew lights for them, and the light fell to Matthias. And he was added to the 11 apostles. 
they drew lots. We find that absolutely abhorrent today, okay? And people say, well, they didn't have the Holy Spirit yet as the body of Christ, so they didn't really have the mind of the Lord, and they didn't know what to do. Oh, okay, I'll grant you that. They didn't. They didn't have the Holy Spirit leading that way, though I think the Spirit had led Peter, and I think the Spirit's leading the apostles. Could they have decided which one? Hmm, likely. Was it wise to draw all the people in? Oh, yes, always wise, okay, to do that. And they didn't know what to do, so they did the acceptable thing of the day, which was to draw lots. You know, I'm not too sure. I mean, you see this all through Scripture. You see it all through Scripture where they call upon the Lord and say, Lord, we can't decide right here, you know? And they drew lots, and they went with that. And we sit there and say, well, we would never do that because that's gambling. <laughs> we would never do that because that's not trusting God. We would never do that. And yet we sit there and we'll listen to the blather of somebody, and we'll side on the side of blather rather than siding on the side of God. Which is worse? Huh? Or we'll sit there and side on the side of somebody that has a, a title or a position that has absolutely no insight to whatever the matter may be. But oh, you know, they're the ones that have been given the authority, so we have to listen to them. Really? I take my chances rolling the dice. Okay, that's what drawing lots says, right? Anyway, they chose and the lot fell to Matthias. He was added to the 11 apostles. Well, my time's up. We'll talk more next time. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you, and I'll see you then. Goodbye.